Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Bob Nation. Let's go. New shirt day, baby. New shirt day. It's DMVR Buffs Prime Time. We're presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Studio B for B Mine. Ooh, nice. <laughs> nice. I was thinking Studio B for about to drop these shirts on the show. <laughs> there you go. That's a good one, too. Uh, if you missed out on it, yeah. Two new shirts. There you go. You can get the R-Time, the Up the Sco. Shout out to Eric D-Line. Another amazing job by him. Which one's your favorite? R-Time is my favorite for Same. sure. That thing hits. Although the Buffalo doing the Shador is it's pretty tough. It is tough. I just... I think that's probably the closest I'll ever get to owning an iced out watch. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I hope not. I, I shouldn't do that. I should speak into existence because of all the like things that I could probably get away with rocking. Like I'm probably, I, I I'll never say never. I'm probably not going to rock like the, the get away with like the Cuban link, you know? Right. But if I had an iced out watch, like I think I can get, a, I, I could pull that off. Uh, so hopefully someone's out there listening and can send us some iced out yeah, watches. There we go. <laughs> That's what we need. Uh, so new shirts just dropped. Uh, also, before everyone uh, freaks out about this shirt, because everyone knows I don't wear red, but this is uh, repping the Denver Bandits, who is a local women's tackle football team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they pulled up to the D- the DNVR bar for the Super Bowl party. Yep, and they were honestly so fucking cool. Like, we were talking with them, hanging out with them for the game, and I was just like, I got to support. I got to support. Uh, grow the game, baby. There you go. And uh, we watched some of their highlights. Pretty sick. They got ballers? Yeah, they have some serious ballers. So, I'm definitely going to make it out to a game this year. So, um, Where do they play? I-, I figured Valentine's Day and repping something cool, that'll be the one time you'll see me wearing red. It's fair. Where do they play? Um, I guess they're like in talks with two different places for this season right now. Um, so yeah, I mean, they play at like a, like a local stadium. Oh, okay. Can we get one more look at those shirts? Yeah. Throw the shirts up again real quick. Head on over the, to dnvrlocker.com. You can pick some of those up. We got tons of buffs merch now. Um, nuggets, abs, Broncos, everything. So the links look- in the description too. Links go. in the description if you want to buy one. If you look closely at the R Time shirt, there are special numbers mm-hmm. on the face of the watch. I haven't done it yet, but you guys I can look at it and start preparing for this. Later on Twitter, I'm going to do a giveaway for anyone who can nail the meaning of every number on the face of the watch. And some of them have multiple meanings, so I'll accept either one. But, like, you just got to list them out. One means this. Two means this. Five, 19, 12, you know. Yep. Whoever gets all of them right first is going to get a free shirt. So you can start looking at them and uh, preparing your answers. There you go. Hit them up at Ryan Konigsberg on Twitter. All right. Keep an eye out. Uh, yes, I did go and stand on business today. I wish I had more time to assert dominance. but uh, <laughs> Do you feel like – how would you self-scout? Honestly – 
minus B. Mm, okay. Like it, I wish I had more time. I just didn't right. have enough time. Right. I've, but, said, I've said that a lot well, in life. Yeah. <laughs> Always just need there was a little more time. Same. Um, all right. Let's get into it today. We talked about this a bit on Monday, but Shador Sanders is the best quarterback in college football. Easily. And he's going to, he's the favorite right now and should be Colorado's first ever first overall pick in the 2025 NFL draft. Amen. And people have reached out to me saying like, what about Travis? I think Travis absolutely has a chance to go number one overall. It would just have to be a team that has their quarterback. Um, I'm not going to like wish, I'm not going to speak injuries into existence, but like maybe a team that has a franchise quarterback loses their quarterback that year. Yep. And you know, does like a Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck situation where they get the number one pick, but they don't want to go quarterback because they have their guy. Um, so they end up going with Travis. So I'm not ruling Travis out. But when you're projecting far before a single NFL game has even been played, uh, you are going to go with a quarterback as the number one pick. And what's crazy, Jake, is there is such an – and I hate to give these people you know, more shine, but there's such a disconnect between people that watch this team and uh, people that know ball that watch this team. Yes. And people who just hate from afar. Mm -hmm. I think that those people are in for a rude awakening. Uh, <laughs> Definitely. One, when this team hits the field this season. And two, when draft season comes around next year. Mm -hmm. Because people are responding to my tweet about this. And I specifically tweeted this because I've said it on the show before. I specifically tweeted this just because I knew those responses would come in. Yep. They're responding to that like I'm like, like that's like an incredibly hot take by me. And like some would argue that it's, kind of a, a soft take like there's they're like it'd be like yeah of course like mm -hmm. saying like CU's gonna beat CSU you know it's like right you're not really going out on a limb there like ball knowers are probably feeling that way the people who just don't even watch and just hate this team and, and hate you know the Sanders family and anyone involved with the buffs are not gonna have a good time no for the next year and a half and then probably beyond that as well I can't stop thinking about what Coach Billick told us, how impressed he was that Shador put up the numbers that he did, played the way that he did with that offensive line. And obviously it was a big goal coming into this offseason, rebuild the trenches, protect Shador, DT2, all that. And just imagine how much, if he had half a second more on, I don't know, half of those sacks that happened, how many of them not only wouldn't be sacks, but could potentially be big plays. Yep. Uh, or touchdowns. There is some competition, though. Quinn Ewers um, is up there. We also have uh, the Georgia quarterback, Carson Beck, up there. Corsador is up there. Brady Cook at Missouri, people are throwing out. But I don't know, man. So what what uh, website is this? This is just NFL Mock Draft Database. This isn't updated for 25. Okay. Um, Quinn Ewers. Let's talk about Quinn Ewers. Okay. Uh, because I'm not the biggest on him, but I also um, would never claim to be an expert on him. What What is his game? Big arm. Big plays. Okay. Got some athleticism. Um, I thought he improved pretty nicely last year or two years ago over last year. Uh, that game against Penix, I think he... Penix outplayed him for sure in the playoffs, but I think he held his own. He had weapons to do some damage. He had that injury two years ago. Remember when they played Alabama? They could have upset Alabama that game. They come back just next year and or last year, and they do that when he's fully healthy. So 
I think he's definitely solidified himself as a first-round quarterback going into 25. Okay. Uh, Size-wise, they're about the same. Shador's got a few pounds on him. Mm-hmm. Um, Ewers is listed at like 6'2", 195. Shador's 6'2", 215. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm just – it's hard to do this, but I'm trying to remove myself from as close to the buffs as I am uh, and try to imagine my team has the number one overall pick, which – very well could happen next year for our Broncos. Yeah. Uh, and we're choosing between Quinn Ewers and Shador Sanders. Let's look at the ages. Do you know what Quinn Ewers' age is? He's pretty young, too. Um, he remember, I don't know if you remember this whole thing, but he committed to Ohio State back in the day. He's uh, only 20 right now. I think Justin Fields came back. or No, Stroud came back, um, and that's why he left. Okay. Went to Texas. He's, it says he's 20. He'll turn 21 later in March. Okay, so by next draft, he will be 22. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Shador will be 23. So the age, a little factor. You know, there's definitely a difference between being 22 and 23 going into the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of teams view that and say, well, will Quinn Ewers Quinn one year from now be where Shador Sanders is now, or where will he be compared, you know? Mm-hmm. And from an, it, it does matter from an age perspective. A lot more teams look at um, snap counts. Both yes. have played a lot of downs in their college careers. But as I'm doing this, trying to remove myself, imagining it's the draft process, Shador stayed at Jackson State his whole career, and or let's just say he went to Ohio State and played there the last two years of his career instead of Colorado, and I'm looking... And I'm saying, okay, who do I want? I cannot envision a world where I land on Quinn Ewers. I'm, he's done some things. It's just Shador has not only the entire package as a quarterback, he's got the bloodlines, yes. of course. But we saw him in the clutch, and we've seen him yes. literally as bad as it gets for him in yes. terms of protection. That's exactly what I was going to go to, is a combination of a few things. One, you cannot ignore the bloodlines. Um, and I forget who it was, someone on our show, was it Baldy? Who was like, oh, people are going to see that he's Deion Sanders' son and think he's like this crazy fast. Mm-hmm. But like, that's not what it's about. To me, it's, it's all goes to the nickname, right? Grown. That's why it's so valuable. And even if Coach Prime never became his coach, it's just growing up in that environment, yes. understanding exactly what it takes to be great. And the work that Shador puts in, Behind the scenes, if you talk to any single player on that team, any single coach, a janitor, they're going to say, man, that kid just works and works and works. And I'm not saying Quinn Ewers doesn't. But there's a difference in understanding what it takes to be a pro when you're Deion Sanders' son. That and he's just grown up around other pros. Like the Tom Brady mentorship that we talk about. You know, Byron Leftwich and uh, all these guys are coming out to practice. All these scouts see that. They're they're there at the practices. They see all these things going on. Um, this is another thing. We're actually going to talk about this on uh, the draft pod, I think, this week. Bill Parcells. Mm-hmm. He had these quarterback rules um, in terms of drafting a quarterback high in the draft, first-round caliber, franchise caliber, whatever you want to call it. Um, but there were a few guidelines. Uh, I'm trying to pull it up. I can't find them all. Roughly, though, it's like 2-1 to one touchdown to interception ratio. Uh, graduate college, start like 30 plus games, mm-hmm. uh, 65% completion, like all this stuff. Shador just checks all the boxes. Yeah. Uh, he's thrown, this is quick math, 97, 
to 17 touchdown to interception ratio. Um, he's completed easily over 65% of his passes. He's thrown over 1,200 passes at this point. He's probably going to get to 1,600 by the time he's there you go. done. What are they? So Parcells rules for drafting a quarterback. Three-year starter. Check. Yep. Senior in college. Check. Check. Graduate from college. Check. Start 30 games. Check. Mm-hmm. Win 23 games. Already check. Yep. Post a two to one touchdown to interception ratio. What'd you say he's at? Uh, ninety-seven to seventeen. <laughs> okay, got that one pretty easily. And finally, complete at least sixty percent of passes thrown. He his lowest uh, career or season p- completion percentage was twenty twenty one sixty five point nine. Okay, let's look at yours. Okay, just because it's we got a whole segment here. I think it's fun to sure. to comp. Um. So Quinn Ewers. Okay, three-year starter. That'll be checked off next year. That'll right? be checked off this year. Yes. Be a senior. Uh, he was a sophomore last year. I think he took a red shirt that year. He left Ohio State. So I guess technically, in terms of academics, he would be a senior. Well, that would. Che- we'll we'll leave that one as incomplete. Okay. Graduate from college. That I'm sure he'll do. Most of these guys do. Start thirty games. He's at twenty-two. Okay, so if he stays healthy this year, he'll get mm-hmm. it. Win 23? Uh, Definitely not there yet. Well, they went undefeated in the regular season, right? Yep. But what did he do the year before? Um, let's see. Texas in 22. They were a decent team in 22. He got hurt, though, remember, that year. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stand by, chat. Jake's pretty slow at clicking. 2022 Texas, 8-5. and five. Okay, so he's at 20? Um, again, he didn't start two games, so I don't oh. know. Okay, so we'll say he's at 18, but... To be determined. He's going to clear that. 2-1 to one touchdown to interception? 37-12. to 12. Okay, so he's yes. going to clear that, and then 60% of completions. Uh, yeah, had only 58% his first year starting last year, but 69 this last year, so 64.3. Okay, so he checks them too. Um, except for we don't know about the senior one, but I would say if you graduate, it pretty much takes that away, especially if you check all the other boxes. Um to me, it it comes down to who do who do I want as the face of my franchise, and I'm just I'm gonna end up landing on Shador Sanders, and uh, I think it was Louise in the chat who pointed out such a, an important part. Remember, the owners have a say in this. Yes, of course. And you don't think that uh, every owner that needs a quarterback who probably isn't selling out their stadium understands what Louise is calling the Sanders effect Mm -hmm. because it's called the prime effect right now. Right. Yep. But the prime effect right now comes with Shador and it comes with Bucky and it comes with, you know, uh, even Travis Hunter and Shiloh. The there's going to be a whole new thing and all of the people that, you know, essentially uh, showed up one day and started supporting the buffs Mm -hmm. Um, and we've seen that effect and Boulder's seen that effect and the school has seen that effect. Those people are also going to go support wherever Shador goes. Yeah. And so there's literally a, a monetary. Yes. Boost that you can attach to, to drafting Shador Sanders. And really you shouldn't need that because your GM or whoever your head scout is, is going to say like, this guy's the full package. Right. We are taking him. But if for whatever reason there's a tie, the owner's going to come in and say, give me the guy who's going to sell the most jerseys. Probably lead, might lead the NFL in jersey sales his first year. 
before he even plays it down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, going to sell out the stadium. Going to bring all sorts of traffic to our website and all. I mean, it's the whole. It's the whole thing. Right. YouTube's uh, going to be popping. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like all of that stuff counts for something. It should not be the reason you make the decision, but it will be a reason that is brought up uh, during Shador. So the funniest part to me was just that people considered this to be like a hot take. Yeah. Uh, and I think they're going to be in for it. And like, I'm to all of those people. If for some reason Shador goes like number two overall, I'm still going back and dunking on them sure. because they legitimately are. Someone said like maybe third round LMAO. It's like, you just, you have zero understanding of ball. If you don't see Shador Sanders as a first round quarterback, one, you're a pure hater first off. Mm-hmm. And two, you probably don't know ball. Totally. Their opinions don't matter if that's the case because it almost feels like they're just literally saying that to make people angry. Like, oh, he's going to be a six-round quarterback. It's like, yeah, no, no not at all. I, there are people out there doing that. And yeah. uh, blocked one just yesterday. Felt Congrats, good. man. Felt really good. Congrats. Um, all those points and then just from what meeting with him again on Friday and just all the times we've ever met with him and talked to him, I think you give that guy 10 minutes with any NFL GM or owner and they're sold. Yes. Easily. Next time we get to talk to uh, Shador, I'd love to go like full X's and O's with it. Mm-hmm. We'll have to set something up. That'd be fun. Yeah. All right. It is Valentine's Day. What do you think of the Broncos trading out of their first round pick this year to try and accumulate more for next year to try and do something crazy at the top of the draft, like get Shador and Travis? Yes. Absolutely. I, bro, they should have tanked this last year. But I was on that train. Maybe they wanted to wait for the Sanders family. I wouldn't be upset if that ends up being the uh, ending result. Yes, I would be. It would probably be the happiest I've ever been as a Broncos fan, other than that's, when they won Super Bowls and when they got paid money. That's what I was saying yesterday. I was like thinking about it. I was like, wow, I'd actually get emotional about it. Yes, like, dude. That would be, it'd be insane. <laughs> All right. Uh, shout out to Fubo TV. It is the best streaming service out there if you're a sports fan. We are massive fans here at DMVR. 140 plus live channels of sports, movies, uh, and news. You can stream live from any device. They've got altitude, so you can watch the abs and nuggets all in one place, along with the buffs. They've got Pac 12 Network as well. Football season's over, but tons of stuff is going on in the sports world. Make sure you're, you got it all covered with Fubo. Head on over to www.fubotv.com slash DNVR. You can sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Also, shout out to Circa Sportsbook, the best odds, straight up. Uh, anywhere you go, anywhere you look, you should shop around. Uh, if, you're, if you like to gamble, you like to sports bet, um, you should shop around for the best lines. And... Man, I would say nine times out of ten, but it's pretty much ten times out of ten. You're going to find the best lines over at Circus Sportsbook Colorado. So download the app at circusports.com. Uh, and, of course, bets can only be made while physically located in the state of Colorado or somewhere else where they have Circus Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. All rights reserved. Circus Sports Colorado encourages you to gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, call or visit. Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.org. All right, we are doing our things we love about CU Draft today. It is Valentine's Day. Got to kind of get in the spirit, I guess. Yes. Um, 
let's put some guidelines though. Like how specific, how broad are we going with these picks? Like I can't just say Shador Sanders, right? Or could I? I think you could. Yeah, that's specific. So we're gonna we can go specific then. I mean, we're doing what's the name of the draft again? Things we love about CU. Throw it up, Alyssa. What do we got? What did she rename it to? Crazy for CU. <laughs> yeah, just things we love about Alyssa's CU. Alyssa's really in the spirit today. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the vibes from her. Um, Single me is in the spirit. Let's go. <laughs> uh, oh, my God, this graphic. Um, it reminds me of one time, uh, CHGO on, like, their first day. I forget what he said, but they had Olin Krutz, who's, like, a huge NFL offensive lineman. Yeah. And like, he was saying something and they like put like a heart over his face, uh-huh. uh, like on the screen. And he like, did not like it at all. <laughs> He's like, what is that? Get that off of there. <laughs> Tough guy. Can't take the heart. Yeah, huh? That's like, that'd be like me right now with our sweethearts up there. Be like, don't put those so close to my face. What is this? Um, okay. So this is all things. See you. Yes. I guess. See you football. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, what what I think you can't do is, like, you can't pick one thing that would knock out, like, four other picks. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, if you just said game day, then you're taking out, like, all the things right, that I could right, take right. within game day. Okay. But if you say Shador, I'm not going to pick, like, the Shador, and I, and I can't have it because right. you have it. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Um, My first pick, then. I'm going first, I guess. I guess so. I don't know how to put this, but uh, I kind of did today. But CU stands on business, and I absolutely mm. love that about them. So this was something I was uh, I was absolutely considering, and I think it's honestly my favorite thing about the current iteration yes, of Colorado. Like, exactly. A lot of the other things I'm going to pick are things that are always here. Mm-hmm. This one is like very specific to this team. Yes. Um, I don't know. I think the easiest way to put it so that people who don't understand what's standing on businesses, um, which they're out there and they'll follow us on Twitter would be swagger. Okay. That, wouldn't you agree like that? It kind of all comes into yeah, like yeah. the swagger of the current team. Right. Is what makes them that whole effect. Okay. So we can, you can leave we'll workshop it. it. We'll, we'll, before we put it out, we'll, yeah. All right. Uh, I have back to back picks. You have back to back picks. Okay. Give me Ralphie. Fair. I mean, she's the the queen, the goat of yes. CU. And then, um, give me black and gold. Just the color scheme. The colors. Uh, the yeah. greatest <laughs> colors of anything ever. Uh, I I know that because like I'm obviously biased, but if you ever see any person wearing black and gold, they look good. Yep. yep. So give me black and gold. Okay. Um, for my next pick, I don't really know how to phrase this again, but like the YouTube culture. Mm. This is very new age Colorado versus the old school. <laughs> it kind <Colorado>. of is, huh? <laughs> but uh, I, how well, how would you describe that then, or put it into a category? Just YouTube culture, Di- I guess? like digital presence. YouTube presence. YouTube presence. Yeah. Okay. YouTube presence. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just easily one of my favorite parts. Every day I go home and there's like a 30-minute video just waiting for me on practice. No other team has that. No. Amazing. It's all-time, we called all-time hard knocks. Mm, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, you have you have another one. 
Um, well, since it's sitting here, I'm going to kind of steal it from you. Folsom Field. Great pick. Great pick. Got to take Folsom Field. Yeah. Folsom. I miss it. People, like, another one of those things that just people will say, like, oh, Folsom's a shithole, and I'm just like, that might be the worst possible take you can have about yeah. a stadium. Yeah. It's the greatest place on earth. I probably should have picked that first overall. <laughs> kind of pissed. I didn't think you were going to take it. I was going to take it first overall, but then uh, chat helped me out to get some picks in there. Kind of pissed, man. I got engaged there. What's wrong with you? <laughs> um, on on Valentine's Day, man? How dare you? Honestly. Bro, you had two honestly, picks. Honestly, how dare you? You had two picks. <laughs> I can't believe you would do something like that to me. I thought you were my friend. <laughs> I am your friend. You had two picks. I thought it was just like, oh, yeah, Ryan could just have that one. Honestly, I thought you were going to go Folsom and Ralphie. I, I thought, I thought so that too. was just the RK lock of the century. Right I, there. I was trying to pick the ones that I thought you wouldn't, that you would pick so that I could, I could have Folsom in my back pocket. I, look, I love them all, but Folsom Field, come on. I'm just giving you shit. <laughs> um, okay. I am going to take. How do I phrase this? Oh, man. I'm just going to take Coach Prime. It's fair. It's fair. Oh, and I have two. You do have two. All right, fine. I'll take Shador, too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I could just tank this draft right now and take Travis in. Go for it. No, I'm not going to do that. Um, I do want to take something to do with that, though. And... Again, it's like a, I guess, long-winded thought, but like just the overall talent that they bring in. That's what, that was my first thought is like elite talent. Recruiting chops. That's what I want. Okay. Oh, I go again, huh? You do. Um, my final pick. Is Buff Nation too broad? Yeah, yes. Um, damn. Let me go with, oh, you could go with something about, can I go with the hate? Yeah. I love the hate. Damn. You're on fire right now. I'm taking the hate haters. Then I'm going to take, and you can help me understand how to, um, mm -hmm. how to phrase this best on the graphic. But to me, it's the love. But I don't think that makes sense quite as much. But, like, the way that this community supports the team and the players is unlike any other... Um, the family. Totally. Uh, it's unlike any other thing I've been around. Mm -hmm. Like, even we have, like, been, like, swept into, like, yeah. this, like circle where just people just say the nicest things to you yeah like the other day i don't know if i can find it quickly but like someone wrote a message to me it was like the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me it was like you like belonged at the super bowl and you were shining like a star i was like my god you people are so nice the support is just like crazy and i, and I think it's rare like people uh you get it with teams. Obviously, teams love their, like, love, fans love their teams. Yeah. And I've seen it a little bit, like, with the abs, where it's, like, the fans love, like, every player, you know? And it's, like, there's this really cool thing. Um, 
Aura so, vibe? Yeah, if, I think like family. I don't know how to explain it. Because like family atmosphere sounds a little bit too much like it's talking about in, inside the team. Right, right. Um, that's why that's why I suggested buff, just Buff Nation. Like that's kind of what I was thinking yeah. with that. Maybe like community, the community. This is a fun one. This was. I. Th- this is, it's so broad though. There's a million picks that didn't get picked. Yeah. How, how is Shador on there, but not Travis? You I know. know what I mean? Um, Let us know in the chat what your favorite picks should, or what your picks would have been today. I was going to say, should, we should have probably made a rule that was like no individuals. It's all right. We can redraft. Redraft. And not redraft. <laughs> Come on now. Not redraft. I'm really happy with mine. No, we can, uh, we can re. Peggy. Peggy's a great one. There's, I mean, there's all sorts of stuff that could have gone in there. Like, I could have said just like, uh, tailgating. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I also a lot of people came in late. There's a reason I'm wearing red. I already explained it. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> but that's uh, we're supporting a good cause. There you go. Bandwagon buffs. Rick George. Yeah. Again, we're getting into people at that point. Right, though. right, right. That's why we should have done no individuals. You're the only one who picked it. I know. <laughs> I, but it, I, once I saw the whole thing play out, it looks out of place now that there's just two, ran, two not random, but two individuals on there. I'll, maybe, I'll, all right, we'll fix it. <laughs> we'll fix it. It was still a good draft. It was fun. Uh, still let us know in the chat what your picks would have been today. Well, I tell you guys about our wonderful friends over at Empire Today. Um, thank God Neely's not here for this one, <laughs> especially on this day. I wish he was. Where is Neely right now? He's back home. Okay. We have his calendar. We can, okay. we can nail down <laughs> when he's coming back, but shout out empire today. You get to shop at home, uh, to find whatever you want to be your next flooring option. They've got tons of, uh, sorry. They got tons of options over there at empire today. You can do it all digitally with their virtual floor designer. Whether it's your home or business, um, Empire Today has you covered. You don't have to deal with those big box stores. You get the personal touch with Empire Today. You can schedule a free in-home estimate, and all of our listeners receive a $350 off discount when you use the promo code DNVR. Some restrictions do apply. Head on over to empiretoday.com slash DNVR for details. Thanks, Eric, who says we're number one in his picks. That's what I mean. People are so nice to us. I know. Uh, also, shout out to Illegal Pete's. Could probably be the in the goats. mix in that draft. Um, yeah. First time I've ever had Illegal Pete's was on campus. So, uh, the best burritos, buddies, beers. Um, I'll, I'll just put it this way. If your significant other is down to go to Illegal Pete's on Valentine's Day, lock it up. Yep. Lock it up. Yep. Uh, so, shout out to Illegal Pete's. Tomorrow, or uh, once the glorious Friday ahead hits us, uh, you got to get over there and try some of their amazing food. Anything with the queso, that is my recommendation. The queso is incredible. Mm-hmm. I love them. I might go back today. That's your Valentine. That is my Valentine. All right, we've got a, a few things that I wanted to talk about. Do you want to do... By the way... Um, Shador spoiled on our show that uh, Tyler Brown has a Valentine. <laughs> that was implied by <laughs> Tyler himself. <laughs> it was. 
On a scale of one to ten, how close are you to having a Valentine? I can't answer this question, bro. <laughs> Come on. That means it's more than zero. Did you give the girl the password so she could watch the puppy bowl? Man, <laughs> I got I got a <laughs> I bone to pick with y'all. You. I almost ratioed you on that. I got a bone to pick with y'all because of that. Because I actually responded. I thought I was playing along with it. I cropped it just for the initial message. I never got a response back, though. What did you respond? I'm not going to say new it. New segment. New yes. segment. No, new segment. no, no, no. <laughs> New segment presented by insert dating app here. It's called Jake's Love Life. Leave me alone, man. I've told Jake we should start a dating podcast because it would just be full of horrible <laughs> stories. That was a good response. And okay. Yep. Can I look at her? Go for it. Like people were like, oh, you didn't get her humor, blah, blah. I was like, no, for one, I did. And I actually responded. She just didn't respond. Well, you kind of put her on blast. Maybe she saw that you put her on blast, bro. Well, That's why it. she didn't respond. <laughs> I will say the DMs were hopping after I posted those. <laughs> <laughs> that was his real, his real Let's game. Um, are we doing S&P Plus rankings or do you want to do, do you want to stick with the theme and do 247's college football sweetheart rankings? Still waiting for your one to 10. One, bro. All right. All right. <laughs> Alyssa? Same, same. Okay. It's rough out in these streets. All right, all right. We'll uh, update soon. <laughs> but oh I mean, my God. I, we literally got Henry. I, I, I'm calling my shot here, but his future wife on a show. That happened. On the show? On the show. Wow. Uh, it was the show called The Tailgate, which maybe one of the best shows we ever did at this company. Yeah, I remember that one. Um, it was during COVID when there was no tailgates. Mm -hmm. So we're like, let's make a show where we just tailgate before the Broncos games. Uh, and people can like feel like they're in there with us. And so we would just get drunk on screen. Uh, a lot of fun. But one of the, I forget what exactly how we call it. One of the segments is like Henry's, Henry's Tinder game. Yeah. And we would like tell him what to, he would send out a message. We'd be like, all right, send this message out. And then like whoever responds and we'll, and we wouldn't like get the conversation going. Uh huh. That's how Henry met Lexi. I don't know if I'm willing to go that far, but <laughs> all right. Two four seven put out a list. <laughs> Their sweetheart rankings. Colorado made this list. Okay. Do you know how high? What do, can can I get a describe a uh, description of what the sweetheart rankings are? Okay, so uh, I'll just read the first two paragraphs here. It says, "Who are college football's most talented teams in 2024, and which rosters added impactful players?" In the first sweetheart rankings at 247 Sports, circle various additions and position groups across the top 25 that are worthy of love heading into spring practice. Wow. So it's basically position groups and just kind of like basically that, what they're looking forward to this spring. This is kind of a reach to try. It is and, kind of uh, a reach. Fit this into Valentine's Day content. Hey, I didn't write it, man. I know, I know. <laughs> Uh, number 10 was Miami's a big and physical offensive line. Okay. Nine was multi-year quarterback plan at Oregon, Dante Moore and uh, Dylan Gabriel. Why is that? Dylan Gabriel? Yes. No, he's at, oh, Oregon, Oregon, yes, Oregon. Yes. Uh, sorry, the picture is UCLA, so I got confused. <laughs> That's Dante Moore. LSU's front seven revamp, and then number seven, Colorado's skill players. Nice. Uh, here's the little blurb. It says, uh, coach prime's top priority was to fix widespread issues at the line of scrimmage. 
The Buffalo's second-year coach is confident that was handled with several portal acquisitions and freshman five-star tackle Jordan Seaton. But the area where Colorado's bread will tr- will be truly buttered in 24 is at the skill spots. Running back Dylan Edwards and FAU transfer LeJonte Wester are two of the fastest players in the country. And if that's not enough, two-way star Travis Hunter returns as an All-American threat if he can stay healthy. Didn't have to throw that in there. <laughs> Colorado could make a significant splash in the Big 12 if the Buffaloes are able to protect Shador Sanders and get the football to their array of playmakers. How many days until football? Uh, a lot. <laughs> a lot. We I, just had the Super Bowl. I can't like think this deeply about the offense this early. Like just for some reason when you were reading that, I just like like concepts started flashing through my mind and like Shador <laughs> having like a clean pocket and like finding Lejante Wester on a done like a dig down the field. It just like that's too it's too far for me. I can't I can't let my mind go there. We got spring practices in a month. Spr- okay, all right. That's true. That'll hold me over. Uh to round out the list, number six was Georgia's safety room, Ohio State's lockdown corners at five. Uh, Ole Miss's wide receivers at four, Michigan's defensive line at three, Ohio State's running backs at two, and Texas's offensive arsenal. Picked like their whole offense here at number one. How did Arch Manning make it into this? (laughs) SEO. (laughs) That's crazy. Um, And then this S&P Plus rankings. Are they keeping those fast receivers? I assumed those guys were off. Um, Worthy, I think, went back to school, right? And oh, they got did. the the Bond kid from Alabama, remember? Uh, okay, all right, respect. Yep. Oregon's multi-year plan at quarterback made the list. Yeah. I mean, Dylan Gabriel is going to be there for a year. Yeah. But Dante is he's a five-star. But also... He could hit the portal too, I guess. Yeah. Also didn't like look like... <laughs> no. Didn't blow anyone away when he played this year. Neither did Rashada, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. Very few... True freshman quarterbacks can pull that off. Um, we've talked about these uh, S&P Plus rankings before. This is from Bill Connolly at ESPN. It's basically just an analytic that attaches a number to each team based on returning production, recent recruiting, and recent history. Remember last year when we talked about these, it was like, okay, you can try and put a number on it, but there's no way you can quantify what this team is at all. Yeah. I feel kind of the same coming into this offseason or this season. I think that last year, last year's data is flawed. Definitely. So, so I'm with you on that. So Colorado comes in at 66 on this list. Um, in terms of offensive, they are 39th, defensive 107th, special team 74th. Very For, interesting. Somehow Nebraska's 39th. That makes no sense to me, like knocking on the door of the top 25, basically. How much was Nebraska favored by in Boulder last year? Uh, it flipped before the game, right? I think it wasn't actually, it seven before the season started? I wanted to say it was seven and a half. Yeah. So let's just hope that uh, we can get a look-ahead line yes. on week two um, base that bases it off of rankings like this. Who else do we got? Colorado State's at 97. Um, let's go to the top 25 here. We've got Oklahoma State's in there. Iowa State is in there. Kansas State's in there. Arizona's in there. Utah is in there. Um, that's just all big 12. And no one is above 17. That's where Utah is. They're all in that 20, 22 to uh, 17 stretch. 
wish I could bookmark Jay Sour 21's post. Um, <laughs> but I've already got plenty. Uh, that's why the Big 12 is going to be so electric next year. Yes. It's going to be fun league. Dude, this is going to be... If you love college football, and by the way, I people who like college football, like where college football is their favorite sport, are my favorite people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you love college football, you are going to love the Big 12. If you just watch college football to find out like who your team's going to draft next year, it's still good. It's still going to be good, but yeah. like you're probably going to end up being one of those people who mostly watches the SEC. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like true college football heads. Yes are going to be f- falling all over themselves for the Big 12 because there's going to be so many big games, a lot of top 25 matchups that are like 17 versus 23, um, just like like electric, high-scoring shootouts. It's going to be an unreal conference to watch next year. It's always been a fun league. It's just changed a little bit. They may not have the headliners of Texas and OU, but it's still a deep league, a talented league. And it's modern. It's wide open now in the Big 12. Um, it's, it honestly kind of reminds me of the Pac-12. Yep. Yep. It is, it is kind of the new Pac-12, mm-hmm. which is good and bad. By the way, uh, a commenter just reminded me of this. New, uh, new little, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Easter egg for Tears Day. Mm-hmm. We should make the S tier the dollar sign. Ooh. These are the things I think about well when done. I can't fall asleep. Love it. <laughs> All right. Um, let's get the questions. Do we want to pull up the shirts again real quick before we yeah. get out of here? Again. Pull up the new shirts. I need a new one, obviously. Everyone's mad I'm wearing red. But I am <laughs> supporting the Denver Bandits. Look them up. These are the new when shirts. When their season start? Oh, man. I just had it pulled up. Give me a sec. You talk about the shirts. Um, head on over to dmvrlocker.com. Pick up some of these new shirts. We have uh, all these shirts that we've had uh, CU-based up there, but these are the two newest ones. You can get the Buffalo, the Sco Buffalo doing the Shador, the R-Time. And also, remember, hit up RK at Ryan Konigsberg on Twitter. If you can decipher all the numbers on the watch and what they mean, our guy's going to hook you up. Yes, sir. First person to get it wins. I'm, But first person after I tweet it out, which I'm going to do after this go. show. Um, So... First game for the Denver Bandits, Denver's women's tackle football team versus the Houston Mambas, April Ooh. 6th. All right. And I think spring football. I think when I bought this shirt, they gave me free tickets to that. Oh, no, I won a, I won a raffle, and they gave me free tickets. Your life isn't real, bro. <laughs> that, people say that to me a lot whenever I tell them that I won something. <laughs> That means you win a lot. I got a $50 gift card to Top Golf and two free tickets to their first game. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to questions here. Eric, any Valentine's Day plans? Uh, I'm going to go get a haircut after this. Okay, nice. I got mine uh, on the schedule for Friday. I got a write and dinner. What are you making? My plans? I don't know. Okay. Figure it out. Um, Allie and I are going pretty low key tonight, but I am going to make chicken parm with spaghetti and 
I think we determined before the show that we're going to go with like a caprese caprese salad. Mm-hmm. Um, but Allie can't do the mozzarella. So I'm just going with uh, tomatoes, a little basil on top, and balsamic. Mm-hmm. That's going to, oh, that sounds good. Maybe a little garlic in there. <sighs> That's what I would do. I'm in a I'm in a weird place with garlic. Whoa, <laughs> that is not a not it's not a good take, bro. Every time I eat garlic, I just have to taste it for like the next six hours, and I'm just not in on that. That's weird. Yeah, but I'm not. I know I'm not alone in this. I don't know. I love that shit. It's amazing in the moment, mm-hmm. but it just lingers <laughs> too long for me. Fair enough. <laughs> probably not the best on Valentine's Day. And then I think we'll probably. Uh, Watch a movie or something. There you go. Albert, uh, as a new buff fan, can you share with me the history of the SCO and SCO buffs? Yeah, man. Um, I want to say it's like around 2010 where this started becoming a thing because I think I was in college mm-hmm. uh, and it was started by the students. It's it's just a shortening of let's and go. So instead of let's go buffs or go buffs, you just go SCO buffs. Let's go buffs. SCO buffs. Um the funny thing is that I was originally anti SCO. Wow. Um, a traditionalist, if you will. Uh, I was pushing back for like, what's wrong with Go Buffs? You know? But then I started to realize SCO gives us kind of our own thing. Like exactly. Roll Tide. Yes. Um, so I, I, I ended the war. Uh, and I'd like to think that when I ended the war, a lot of other people lowered their swords. <laughs> it's all because of you. I love it, though. You need like a little, just like a quick little rallying cry type of thing. I love how back-to-back comments are someone agreeing with me and then someone saying I'm alone. <laughs> you got a lot, of, a lot of garlic fans here. Everyone loves garlic. It's just, just I, I want to taste it the whole rest of the night. Uh, CJ's asking top five quarterbacks outside of Shador. College quarterbacks? Quinn Ewers, Cam Ward. I'd throw Carson Beck in there for sure. Carson Beck's in there for sure. Um, pulling up a list right now if you want to take a look. If this page will ever load. And here's the other reason why Shador's going number one next year. We talked about Quinn Ewers, but outside of Quinn Ewers, it's really, mm-hmm. really lean. Um, Jalen Daniels, Dylan Gabriel, Cam Rising. I'd probably throw out Will Howard too. And the thing is like, a lot of these guys are good college quarterbacks who just don't really have an NFL mm-hmm. future, I would say. Riley Leonard, he played well at Duke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's options. It's interesting that the list you're looking at has Cam Ward number one. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just not been a – so this is a consensus board. It takes, like, uh, it, all these mock drafts and rankings and stuff and puts them all into one. Mm, so it's okay. not for – 2025 is just like a whatever right a now. A mismatch. Yeah. Um, and I love Cam. I love Cam Ward. Huge Cam Ward fan. Big opportunity for him this year. Fafita. Yeah, if we're talking about anyone, because I don't think he's draft eligible next year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Fafita's nice. Uh, FPSD says, don't forget about BWB, the bandwagon buffs. We would never forget about you guys. Not even, ba- I mean, you've been here for a year now. You're not, you made it through a four and eight season. Yeah. You're not bandwagon anymore. We're, uh, we're bound by blood now, basically. Exactly. <laughs> We've gone through the shit together. Yep. 
we we went through the highs and the lows. Mm-hmm. Band of Brothers says, love the show, guys. Are you taking the over or under on two going for 5,000 huh. plus, 30 plus TDs? 5,000 is a... There's, yeah, there's not enough games in college football to throw for 5,000 yards. How close did Penix get this year? Very close, if not did it. Um, I would definitely take 30-plus touchdowns, though. Oh, yeah. Penix had 49.03. Let's see how many 5,000-yard passers there's been in college football history. I feel like this is just like the the Colt Brennan-type seasons, um, Case Keenum-like type seasons, college football. That's not a quick way to do this, huh? It's passing leaders by year. Passing yards. Wait, really quick. Uh-huh. Who? Guess how many yards the leading passer of the whole year had in 1937. <laughs> it's the first one on here. Uh, 720. <laughs> Decently close. 1,109. 1939, the leading passer had 962. Below 1,000. All right, let's see. 1980, Jim McMahon, 4,500. I'm just now we're getting into like real numbers here. Andre Ware, 4,600 in 1989. Tim Rattay, what a name. Damn. Uh, 49, 43 in 98. Here we go. First, I, by my eye, I might have missed one, but I'm pretty sure the first 5,000 yard passer in college football history was Cliff Kingsbury. No way. In 2002. <laughs> uh, next year, Texas Tech again. So was this, this is a... Graham Harrell? No, BJ Simmons. Mm. 5,833 yards, and that one's in bold, so I think that's the all-time record. Wow. What's the number again? 5,833. Jeez. One year after Kingsbury did it. So that's like Mike Leach. Yep. Just yep. golden era. Yep. Back-to-back two quarterbacks. goes The first two quarterbacks ever throw for 5,000 yards. Uh, Colt Brennan, nice call mm-hmm. out. 5,549 in 2006. You also said this name, Graham Harrell. Mm-hmm. Back to back years, he did it 08 and 07. Then Case Keenum, Broncos legend. Someone knows ball <laughs> over here. Uh, did you mention him too? Yes. Uh, 56 71. Uh, and then, okay, there's there's been a few. Uh, do you remember Bryant Moniz or Moniz at Hawaii? No. I think he had like after Brennan? Like braids coming out of the back. Um, yes. Mm mm. I think I I think the Buffs played them that year at Hawaii. Um, Derek Carr did it. Yep. 2013. Yep. Patrick Mahomes did it. Of course. 2016. Brandon Dottie out of Western Kentucky. Wow. Uh, Joe Burrow. Yeah, that's right. Forgot. Oh, and then Zappy broke the record. Uh, Bailey Zappy. Oh, that's 5967 right. at Western Kentucky. Uh, and that's the end of the list. That was a blast in the past right there. That, that was, was fun. fun. <laughs> I like that. That is crazy. So I think there's been 13 to have done it. Kenj, what would you put the odds on Shador doing that? 5,000. Well, if I say yes, everyone's going to start freaking out saying, run the ball. <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> it's it's not likely. They're going to they're gonna want to run the ball too much. I yep. mean... I don't know what percentage it is, but of those 13, I would guess at least seven of them were playing in the air raid. Mm-hmm. Um, and the air raid does run the ball maybe more than the average person would expect. But 
that's you're going into the game like totally fine with 70 30. Yep. Um, and maybe you, you might even end up going like 80 20. No one wants to see that because they think it doesn't give us the best chance to win, which I would probably agree with. So I would say 4,000 yards would be a spectacular season for mm-hmm. Shador Sanders. Paisley, how confident are you guys in the defensive line? Um, this time compared to last year, I it's not even close to me. Yeah, I feel very good. I mean, we've got just proven guys. Uh, Chidozin Wonkwo, like he's done it in the Big 12 or at Houston last year in the Big 12 at a high level. We're bringing in pedigree too. And uh, Quincy Wiggins, uh, Oak and Lola was a high-rated recruit as well, so... I mean, last year we were dealing with, no disrespect, but guys making the leap from FCS up to Power Five, like it's yeah. it's a it's a leap. Absolutely. Um, oh man, where where would you put your confidence scale one to ten? Um, I think I'm at like a seven. Yeah, I was gonna say like six ish, like, and it's that's on a fluid scale. Like as soon as I see them first game, like. I'd be willing to take a jump up another point or two. Just yeah, totally. Just yeah, see I mean, even just let me see like a practice. Yes. I, don't know. I traded for Chris Jones in the Madden League. Mm-hmm. Henry was like, "I can't wait to beat him in his first game." I beat him, and Chris Jones had three tackles for a loss. Wow, it's great. The stats in that league are out of control, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Like Henry was showing me, like some guy had like forty TFLs <laughs> yeah. in a season. It's like, what the hell? Chicago said I keep cutting you off. So if that's true, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Uh, big teasy. I got this one today with the super sticker. Pair character jumping up and down <laughs> saying number one fan. Thank you, bro. Thanks, teasy. Band of brothers. Uh, maybe 5,000 is too high of an expecta- expectation. So I'll say 43 to 4,500 for sure. See me when the season is over. Sco buffs. Love it. I love it too. And. I mean, think back to week one I mean, when Shador was protected probably as well as he was in any game. Was it 500 yards? He threw for 500 yards. Yeah. Um, which is pretty crazy now that I'm thinking about the fact that Bailey Zappi threw for 6,000 yards. <laughs> That's just staying on that pace the whole season. I'm pulling up his game log now, uh, Bailey Zappi. That's insane, dude. He just did the TCU game every game. I remember kind of watching him for like draft stuff yep. and it was literally like, all right, five, seven step drop bombs away. Every yeah. play. <laughs> That's all it was. Zion. Zion. Huh? Zion. Oh, was... Go ahead. Uh, how do you all feel about Kyle Shanahan firing Steve Wilkes? Man, I don't know enough, but obviously the 49ers defense was very good. Um, they did have, a couple lapses, I guess you would say, mm-hmm. throughout the season. They got smoked by the Ravens. Um, they weren't great in the playoffs until the Super Bowl, where I thought they were very, very good. So I would have to be closer to the 49ers and be like more in tune with their kind of arc this season to know. If this is a reaction to the Super Bowl, I think it's kind of harsh. Because they were dealing with injuries. Um, they were playing really well until Greenlaw went down. Yeah. But do you think maybe he thinks they can get, like, Bill Belichick or someone? Maybe. 
Yeah, that maybe. That would be ridiculous. Kyle Shanahan. I mean, Kyle Shanahan is so deeply respected in the coaching community that, like, I could see Bill Belichick being like, I want to help you win a Super Bowl. You mm-hmm. know, like, yeah. I have no idea if he wants to do that. But yeah. those type of things, like, people, I don't know. People, want, like, want to... I think the co- I think coaches want to see Kyle Shanahan succeed. Definitely, I do kind of feel bad for Steve Wilkes, though. He's kind of just I don't know. He's gotten a, uh, he's gotten a dirty deal a yeah. few times now. Arizona did him dirty. Um, he's back and forth to Carolina, and they were just kind of non-committal on him. And then now this year, that sucks. Uh, MLN, how much are we loving Cormani putting in extra work, swollen up, bringing in Hopkins and Miller, focused and coming into his own? The champion slash winning spirit by Coach Prime is contagious. Yeah, he posted a video yesterday of him working out. He looks a lot in a lot better shape than he did this time last year. Yep. Um, Jake, I got to give you credit. Well, pre-credit. Okay. Um, because you, I think, have never wavered in your confidence in Cormani and were very adamant that it was like just a transition for him last year yeah um and the early returns on this year and what we're seeing stuff like what the commenter is mentioning um shows like a huge leap in maturity uh and kind of understanding of what is needed from him to get where he wants to go even the fact that he didn't transfer which a lot of people i think expected him to is a a sign Mm -hmm. of like not blaming everyone else for what went down and just being like, okay, like I got to attack year two uh, at a different level. And I, yeah. but I still believe in my reasoning of coming to Colorado because I want to be coached by coach prime and coach prime coached him really hard last year. Yeah. Uh, and I think the coaching is, is shining through the maturity is shining through and hopefully the next thing to follow is the play on the field. Definitely, man. He's a super young kid um, traveling across the country, basically to yep. go away to college. Like, that's massive. So, like you said, the fact that he didn't transfer, the fact that he just seems to be embracing everything a lot more already this upcoming season. I mean, it's just the arrow's pointing so high up for him. I'm really excited to see what he does. I think he's going to be a great player this year. Absolutely. All right, looks like we're out of comments. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nicholas asks, what round for Shiloh and who's the best safety in the conference? Oh, man. It would be fun to do like a a breakdown of the position groups um, throughout the conference. Maybe mm-hmm. we could just like take a week or a more probably more than a week, but just have our third segment start being like, okay, let's take a look at the quarterbacks in the conference. Yeah. Let's look at the running backs in the conference. I like that. Um, so I say that because I, I certainly don't know all of the safeties in the Big 12 conference. As for Shiloh, I think he is a – I think he has a third round floor. The only thing that makes me question that a little bit is the safety position isn't that highly valued. So maybe mm-hmm. I should say fourth. Um, you know, there's the Derwin Jameses of the world who go really high, but a lot of times you'll see like a really good safety mm-hmm. get taken. I mean, when did the Broncos get Caden Stearns? Uh, he was a third round pick four or five years ago now. Okay. So, like, you know, I, I thought Caden Stearns was awesome in college. Yep. Um, then they also got another safety that year from Indiana who was even, like, more productive than Stearns. Jamar Jay, Johnson? Yeah, Jamar Johnson. Um, 
there's just not a lot of love for the position. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's throughout the NFL. There's not a lot of safeties yep. in the Hall of Fame. Like it's just like uh, I don't know. It doesn't get enough um, enough love. But I think Shiloh's getting drafted for sure. I think so as well. And to just go off what you said, it, that's one of the positions definitely that's been like devalued mm-hmm. uh, in the NFL. Like you're always oh and and Shiloh's style of play has been devalued yes. even more. Yes. Um, but, like, you look at guys who go high, like Kyle Hamilton. It's like this dude's, like, 6'4". He can play linebacker, mm-hmm. like, nickel all over the field. Like, those are the safeties he's that even go like high. pass rushing. Right, exactly. Or um, I know he's not the same level now, but, like, Jamal Adams, when he went, like, top 10 or whenever he went. Like, those are the type of guys who go that high. Um, but, yeah, I think Shiloh's obviously a Sanders that's going to play in. Um, we saw his playmaking ability, tendency to create turnovers, like, People want that. That translates. So you made this point last week on Twitter, and I don't think you've said it yet on the show, but it, it was so spot on. Um, it was about how once you're in an NFL circle like we were, you realize like the way that people revere mm-hmm. Deion Sanders. Yes. Um, and and how they respect Shiloh and Shador. Um and it's so different from when you're just existing online. Mm-hmm. Like, I think probably the place where there's the most respect uh, for the Sanders family is, like, where we were. Yep. Where it's just Definitely. all NFL people all around you. Like, it's very different from just, like, the college football kind of, like, rivalry hater culture. Yeah. You get in there, and it's like, Field Yates is on our set saying, Travis, or saying, yeah, Shador and Travis are going one, two. Mm-hmm. Um, you just talk to people about them, like, it's totally different than the vibe you get just, you know, in, in the college football world. Well, just watching Shador, like, interact with Cam Newton and, like, Jordan, he was having a conversation with Jordan Love on the side of one of the sets that I'm sure no one saw, but it's like, pe- these people just really respect the hell out of these guys. Absolutely. They really, really do. Um, but I think Shiloh also can, you know, help himself a lot with a big year. Definitely. You know, he... I would never want him to change the way he plays bar none like mm-hmm. that. I'm not, that's not a precursor to me saying, but, 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 um, he can really help himself by just being a little bit more of a sure tackler. Yeah. Uh, and obviously the, the, the big hits are great in there. They can be momentum changing, game changing plays. So I'm not, I don't want him to ta- stop doing that. Um, he's just got to make sure that he gets them when he goes for them. Yep. That and just overall production on the football. Um, more passive defense, more interceptions, and he'll start shooting up draft boards yep. easily. That it? That was a fun show today. Great show. Great show. Uh, again, head on over to dnvrlocker.com. Check out the new merch. Buy some old merch as well. There are the shirts one last time. Um, yeah, We'll be back tomorrow. Something to talk about. It's always something. Buy the shirts. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs. We all silly like the mayor.